dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I I gotta keep trying. Gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose. It ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. This is Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, beautiful people. And it's that time of the week again, Friday for the Mindset Matters talk show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. And today is our very, very first show of 2023. Happy New Year to all of you. And I hope you have started this year with a bang, with a right foot forward. Here's to a year full of prosperity, great happiness, health and success. Happy New Year. And before I begin, I'm just going to play a tune and you'll know why. Happy birthday to you, Mindset Matters. Well, today I celebrate in two days' time the Mindset Matters second birthday. Yep, on the 8th of January, Mindset Matters will be two years old and going strong. So thank you to everyone who has been part of this talk radio show and continues to do so. I look forward to welcoming many more guests sharing valuable tips, tools, insights and strategies and stories to better help 
one's mental health and well-being. And of course, today in the studio, I have my first live guest of 2023, Mark Morton. Hello. Oh, hi, Zena. Good, Good to see you. Welcome here, the first one of 2023 and two Exciting. days before the birthday. <laughs> Exciting. So, as I said, setting the foot forward on the right foot. Here's to 2023. Right. We'll be talking to Mark in a bit more. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Intune PR, and they say... We are in a mental health crisis. Young, old, in the middle, pretty much everyone is vulnerable. There is too much of it to avoid the fact. We love sponsoring the Mindset Matters and the work on let the Let's Talk Better campaign with Zenat Narani. They can change and save lives. We have worked with organizations championing health to get the publicity and we realize how important this all is. So thank you to Intune PR for sponsoring the show, yet another year, running strong as well, uh, who does a lot of PR and marketing. And if you uh, want to listen to past shows, you can check him out because he's been in the studio many times, Darren Wheel of Intune PR, talking about his business and how he gets people noticed in the media. And actually, speaking of which, I actually know Mark from Darren Wheel and Sarah Marsh-Collins. Don't That's I? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was introduced uh, to you by them, both of them, at different moments, exactly, so, which yeah. is wonderful. I think all actually through the uh, the Bromley startup set us together <laughs> with Sarah and Darren, wasn't with it? Sarah and Darren. Yeah, yeah and then they um, referred you onto me, onto me. So, and here you are, small world, isn't it? It is brilliant. So, throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media, and remember to keep those tweets coming in during the show with comments, shout-outs, messages. Anything that you have to say. Obviously, not too political, please. <laughs> Tweet it to Zena underscore Narani. And remember to use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks. Hashtag Let's Talk Better. Hashtag Let's Listen. Also, if you've got longer shout outs or stories you wish me to share on the show, you can email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And of course, continue to follow, like and share. So, is it your first time listening in to the Mindset Matters? Well, this show is dedicated to supporting and making a difference in bringing about awareness, breaking down those stigmas around mental health and well-being. Here, we share lots of different aspects of our lives and how they can be impacted if we don't look after our mental, physical and emotional state. We also share lots of tips, tools, insights, stories, in order to help you bring about that positive change. Now, as I mentioned, every week, it's important to understand the message that you are not alone and that we all go through challenging times in our lives. And it's absolutely okay to reach out for the help. Okay, because that is the bravest thing that you can do is actually reach out to someone, whether it's a friend, a loved one, or a professional and say, you know what, I'm struggling right now, I need some guidance, I need some help. Because just by opening up to someone else, it's amazing what changes can happen. So please, know you're not alone, and that you can move forward, and there is light at the end of every tunnel. And when there's a storm, there's always the calm after the storm. So... If you want to listen to this show, 
and any past shows. Remember, you can catch up on my podcast platform where the show is transferred, anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM. Also available on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple and uh, Cast, Cast, Cast Radio, it's called. Now, just for those of you who are listening in, of course, you can go to the internet, put in Channel Radio 2, uh, Mindset Matters. But also you can find us on the app, Get Me Radio. So if you download that app, Get Me Radio, and search Mindset Matters or Channel Radio, you can listen to us live from that app. So before I share my affirmation of the week, uh, we've already said hello to Mark Morton, who's a sales solution engineer and founder of Journalizer. And we'll be f- learning a lot more about him a bit later on. But uh, first of all, it's a happy new year. And uh, Mark, what's your thoughts on affirmations before I dive into mine? I know they're they're pretty big in in the area. Mm. Um, I think it's comes part of that gratitude cycle. I think mm. you know it's a good way of setting yourself up for the day. I think something I probably need to explore more, and I think something for, for pe- you know people needing a bit of uh, help to get going in the morning. Perhaps it's it's a really good thing to look at. Yeah, and, and do you know what? I didn't come across affirmations till I started my coaching career, and it was my business coach who introduced me to them. And it has been a huge part of my journey up until now. And um, the people that know me, they know that I have, I love post-it notes and I have them all over my mirror with affirmations. But it also led me down to thinking that, you know, like you just said, sometimes it's hard to come up with an affirmation when we're not in the right headspace or in the right place and we want to feel motivated we want to feel more positive about ourselves because it's that mindset thing. So I thought of sharing my affirmations that I use and have used and sometimes still dip into every now and then into a form of a book, which is available on Amazon. And it's called Begin Each Day with uh, Positive Affirmations and Empowering Questions. So um, also it's questions that are important, aren't they, that you have to ask yourself those questions. Yeah, <coughs> exactly. And I, and I think that's a really good, you know, what you've got there, having that sort of prompts for people and uh, as you say it's difficult to come up with something um and we see it f- i mean in business all the time we see these affirmations it's that uh, sort of motivational speeches mm. written in some ways it and is. i think taking that into your personal life I- is sometimes hard to do it's mm. not as wide let's yeah. say um so i think you saying you've got this book i think that sounds like a great thing to have a look at find <laughs> find some prompts get some ideas to start with absolutely and you can make it your own sort of tweak it how you want exactly. and reflect it on what's going on and dip in and out all those <coughs> excuse me lovely little things that you need to get for inspiration so with my affirmation um as i always says it's important uh, at some point find a moment uh where you've got a quiet space a time for you just a moment for you and I really want you to take those deep breaths and believe in yourself while you consider this affirmation and how you might apply it to yourself okay and the other thing is when you get those thoughts and feelings emotions you may want to make a note of it in your diary or your journal so I'm going to be talking about journals soon (laughs) so I and then you can go back and reflect on it And that's the beauty about it. 
right? So here it is. There is light at the end of every tunnel. Just open your eyes, clear your mind, take a deep breath and let yourself be guided back into the brightness. So if you'd like to share your thoughts on that affirmation, then please do tweet in with the usual hashtags and then adding in hashtag VDM affirmations. So there is light at the end of every tunnel. Just open your eyes, clear your mind, take a deep breath and let yourself be guided back into the brightness. Any thoughts on that? Anything you want to share? Or are you still in your deep thoughts, I'm Mark? In my deep thoughts, I guess. Um, you know, I think that's a really important message. It's we can so easily get drawn down in those bad times, but uh, it's so important to remember that there is that light there mm. and try and reach out for that. Whether it's you can do that yourself, whether you need some support, um, yeah, great message. Yeah, and the thing is that there's no right or wrong because everyone will take that affirmation in different ways, how it fits them in their life in the moment they're in right now. So we're going to go into a quick music break and then when we come back, we're going to do some highlights and I'm going to share a couple of things that are going on um, in my business as well. I've got some tips on reflection to share and um, I'm going to have a quick little discussion about uh, New Year's resolutions with Mark and uh, maybe self-reflection and we'll take it from there but before I go into that break uh, Chandra Sharma has tweeted in happy second birthday brilliant achievement and brilliant show thank you very much uh, Mr Sharma for that tweet in in tune PR starting now with the ever-present Miley Cyrus the climb for an intro yes uh, in tune PR does love my intro music Miley Cyrus it's one of those songs that I can always listen to because there's so much meaning behind it. That's the mark of my Mindset Matters show. Right, here we go. We're going to listen to this tune. It's by Queen. These are the days of our lives. And this song was chosen by Mark. And when we come back, he's going to tell us why he chose this song in particular. Sometimes I get to feel it Back in the old days, long ago, when we were kids, when we were young, things seemed so perfect, you know. The days were endless, we were crazy, we were young. The sun was always shining, we just lived for fun. Sometimes it seems like lately, I just don't know. The rest of my life's been. 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, welcome back. Well, there we go. Mark, so why don't you tell our listeners, why did you pick this song in particular? Yeah, it's probably not um, what people would necessarily expect someone to choose. (laughs) I think, (laughs) you know, Queen's been a a long-term favourite of mine since I was a kid. Um, Obviously, everyone goes for the traditional Bohemian Rhapsody um, or, you know, We Are The Champions, uh, that's those sorts of songs. But, you know, this one, it's a beautiful song, um, but I thought it was it was quite apt given um, the show um, and, and you know what we're talking about. I think it's it's got mm. great meaning in it, um, and you know it was written by Roger Taylor when Freddie was ill, um, so you know it, it it's obviously got that sort of sad side to it. Looking at, at Obviously, the, the the sadness that's going on in, in in the band and the families and so on, mm. but it, it's also got that sort of retrospective of, of you know celebration of of the life and looking forward and you know sort of living living your life, getting mm. on with your life really. Um, so I think that's a great message in there underneath it, as well as being just a gorgeous song. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thank you for that, um, and. Yeah, I absolutely resonate with what you're saying because, yes, uh, it may be coming to the end of somebody's life, but also why not celebrate that person's life at the same time? And it's interesting, um, in different cultures, 
they continue to celebrate people's lives even after they've gone. Um, there was, I'd have to ask my brother again, apparently there's a country where they, especially the young, when, they're, um, when they pass away, they embalm them and everything, and then they put them into a tree. And they're there. And then every year, um, even their relatives, they don't get, um, even the adults and the relatives, the grown-ups, they are put in a room and they're embalmed and they stay there in their room, in their home. But then every year they bring them out and they walk down the streets with them and celebrate. Celebrate their lives. Their lives. Mm. Very strange. Yeah, but, but also very, um, it's that word, you know, heartwarming. Yeah, and I think it's really important mm. that we do that. I think I think we've seen that change here in, in you know the British culture really as well. That you know funerals used to be a very uh, sad, depressing <laughs> sort of thing. Mm. Whereas I think everyone's now trying to to, to say, look, you know, we, obviously it's sad and, and everyone's upset, but let's at least celebrate what this person did. Let's celebrate what they meant to us. You know, and and I think it's important we do that because that's what their memories are to us. Yeah. Um, just on that note, while we were in that music break, um, I was scrolling through the Twitter, just answering some of the tweets, and um, there's a post here saying, I'm devastated to hear of the passing of the wonderful man, footballer, manager, that Gianluca Fiali, if I pronounce that right, has passed away as well today. So very sad. Uh, on a brighter note, uh, I just saw another tweet, and... Uh, uh, Radhika, oh, I've lost it now. Radhika uh, Sangani, who has the book 30 Things I Love About Myself, which uh, I have a hard copy of. Darren actually bought that copy for me after he'd read the book and said, Zina, you're going to love this because I'm always talking about, you know, what do you love about yourself and all these different aspects. And she, her paper book uh, or paperback has just come out. So she had the hardback and she's advertising that her paperback one has come out. A great book to read I absolutely loved it very traditional uh sort of Asian family and then 30 things she loves about herself the politics that go in in the family and um life really so yes pick up your copy if you're interested in that or at least go and read the blurb on that right what have I got happening so in my business uh not long to go I am delighted delighted at the end of this month on the 24th and 25th so I've got two dates where I will be delivering NLP for coaches. So neuro-linguistic programming masterclasses. So there's 10 of them. My first one launches at the end of this month. And then there's one unique workshop, which is about five hours in July. Now, that all these classes are ICF accredited. So that's 2.5 CCEs per class. This is fantastic because Anyone who's been wanting to do NLP or understand it better, use it with their clients, and you don't have to be NLP trained. Uh, it, you can even, even if you are NLP trained, you can use it as a refresher. Because when I came across this, there was the tool, the problem box, which will be on in the month of February that we will be delivering. I didn't come across that toolbox in my training, which was really interesting. And Pam Ridgen who is the founder and owner of NLP for Coaches, said the same thing. It took her so many hours of accreditation, 
courses, uh, all sorts, before she actually came out of it. And boom, it's such an important tool, the problem box. And it gives you a much deeper insight of your client's problem, which is in the middle, in the box, and then all the bricks around it, which are the excuses or the blame factors. It's fantastic. So... Um, I mean, I could talk about this for hours and hours on end, but if you want to find out more, do DM me, send me a message or pop over to nlpforcoaches.com forward slash topics and dates Dubai UAE because I'll be delivering those classes in the region of the UAE. But there are classes in the UK, Switzerland, uh, South Africa, and I know there's another place as well. Oh, America. Mexico, all those kind of places. So we've got coaches delivering the same NLP for coaches in different regions. So do get in touch. It's amazing. And if you don't want to do the full um, 10 uh, 10, uh, programs, you can um, dip in and drop in for the the sessions that you would like. Okay, so there is a one-time fee for each of those sessions. I mean, that's also a good way to kind of get used to the way we teach those sessions. And then if you do decide to take up the full program, then we can deduct that one fee off the the, the full program price. So do connect with me, drop me a DM, and I can give you some more details on that. Right, uh, last week I shared some tips and tools on how to self-reflect and how, I want to know how you got on. You know, uh, so if you didn't hear about those tips, go back to last week's show and have a listen because I introduced some key questions on that. Um, Speaking of self-reflection, Mark, what's your thoughts on self-reflection? Well, uh, (coughs) excuse me. Um, I mean, obviously, as you know, I'm releasing some journals and that Hmm. is all about self-reflection. Well, we don't know because we're going to find out in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's it's a key thing or a key tool you're just talking about your toolbox you know it's a key tool in um managing your mental health managing your wellness um and of course you know on the other sort of flip side of that managing your day-to-day life as a professional as well it's important to be able to self-reflect look back see where you were how you've how you've changed how you've evolved um, and what you're trying to to achieve as well yeah absolutely i mean yeah i would love people to tweet in and um, share their thoughts on self-reflection and what they've been reflecting on because it is an important part of learning and that's where growth happens through self-reflection and just being open and honest um, with yourself about your dreams your ambitions if you want to make them happen and you want those successes uh there are five highlights you know if you missed last week's show i want to share here take a moment to just kind of uh think about five highlights which are your best memories and accomplishments and note them down think about five disappointments so the failures the setbacks wasted opportunities note them down think about five game changers so the unexpected events that happen Uh, that shifted your priorities five things you focused on okay so what you've spent your more of your time working on and then five things you forgot so what you didn't get round to doing so make sure you write these down 
um, in a book or in your journal. And while you're doing that, I want you to really think about engaging your senses, right, in order for those dreams and aspirations to stand a chance of seeing the light of day, right? And then when you start to reflect on them, these are the kind of things I want you to think about. So overall, do you feel a sense of achievement, failure or despair? In what ways have the events that you've experienced this year been positive or not so positive um, for you and helped you grow and mature? Now, based on your performance this year, do you believe that you've been focusing on what really, truly matters the most? Think about what distractions or what distracted you from focusing on your goals. What advice would you give to yourself if you could possibly travel back in time or if you were to do that again this year, what advice would you give yourself? And in what ways has this year, so 2022, not this year, helped you acquire certain skills and experience and knowledge for you to achieve your goals that are absolutely in line with your purpose. And then finally, based on your performance of 2022, what will be your SMART goals for this year? So thinking SMART, if you've not heard it before, is specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-bound. So how do you intend on achieving them? Now, whilst doing all of this reflection, it's really important to be asking yourself the why, right? So why do I do the things I do? In what ways are they helping me? Or are they hurting you in pursuit of your success or your happiness? Why do I care about the things I'm focusing on? And why do they matter to me? Why do I allow the things that distract me from reaching my goals to overtake me? Is it because I'm scared of something that I don't want to admit? Or is it the fear of the unknown? Why am I willing to endure the pain, struggles and setbacks that I'm going through to reach my goals? And in what way are my goals worth it? And finally, why am I, ref why am I doing the self-reflection and why is it important to me to reach my full potential? And in all of this, while you're doing it, it's about stepping out of your comfort zone. Because when you step out of your comfort zone, that is where the magic begins to happen. Mark's gone into his deep thoughts there. I can see across the room there. It's, you know, and some of us would have done a lot of reflecting at the end of 2022. Some of us may still be reflecting. I know that I am, and I still take the month of January to self-reflect. So there's no right or wrong when you do this. I mean, if you can make it a regular habit that you put into your schedule, then life runs a lot more smoother for your mental well-being as well. And it keeps you motivated and it keeps you on the path of where your destination is. So self-correction. If you want to find out more about that, then do get in touch with me. Right. What else has been brewing up? Um, oh, I just want to put a quote by uh, Dwyer which is one of my favorites and he always says if you change the way you look at things then things will begin to change and that's one of my things that I'm really really focusing on this year is really looking at things differently and how they will help me change the perspective 
the attitudes, my attitudes, the behaviors, the actions that I take this year. Uh, it's a wonderful quote by Dwyer. Right, uh, January is also Mental Wellness Month, uh, which highlights the importance of integrating both emotional and physical health. And also, you know, we talk about the Monday blues, but often January can be quite a down thing. Now, whether that's a myth or not, we don't know, but it is a diff January can be a difficult month. But here, the Samaritans celebrate this as Brew Monday on the 16th of January, reminding people, everyone out there, to reach out and have a cup of tea or a cuppa and catch up with people you care about. Just check in on them and have, the, have conversations. Be a listening ear to them, okay? It's, it doesn't cost anything. Yes, a little bit of your time, but that time can be so important and precious to that person. But actually, it could open up so many things for yourself emotionally and mentally. So have a couple with someone and tweet in. Let me know your thoughts. Because um, we're talking about mental health and well-being, and I wanted to ha have your thoughts on this, Mark. Um, what's your thought on the whole Harry and Meghan? I mean, his book's just come out. I mean, I was listening to LBC this morning, and there's so many judgments and that. And I sometimes feel like, just let him be. It's his journey. It's his story. And what's your thoughts, if you have any, around that? I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's everywhere in the media at the moment. Mm. Um, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because the what he's talking around are things that, you know, very traditionally we would have said keep private. But mm. obviously, we're talking a lot more about mental health these days anyway. And it's good to be doing so. Um, I think part of the problem is he's brought that out into the media with his book, with his Netflix, I think it was, show. Yep. Um, you know, and made it public. So, of course, everyone's going to be judging and talking about it. Um, I think he probably shouldn't have done that, <laughs> in, mm. in my opinion. But, uh, you know, that's not for me to say that. That's that's his journey, as you say. If, if mm. he filled, felt he needed to bring that out into the public, then I guess that that's what he needed to do. Um, mm. I suppose there's ways of bringing it out in public. I mean, we often yeah. talk about mental health and well-being and how change may happen. Now, we're seeing a lot of celebrities coming out and mm. talking about their struggles and their mental health and well-being. Now, they're in the spotlight as well. But the way they've done it is very different, isn't it? And I think that's part of the thing. I think he, he's, mm. he's sort of... He's used it as a platform to be quite... Um, I don't know what the right words are mean, I suppose, in yeah. some ways about his his family and everything. And it's, uh, you know. But is it because people are probably more on the case because it's to do with royalty rather than oh, yeah. just a celebrity or being an actor, actress, you know, or a uh, influencer that c comes out? I think that that's obviously a part, big mm. part of it. Um, there's, there's, again, a lot of talk about the monarchy at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've obviously lost the queen recently and charles has taken over so there's there's a lot of talk around that and whether the monarchy should continue as it is so that's it's probably all part of that big mix as well mm, yeah and i you know an important thing is yes um i believe certain things may be better off in private and trying to sort the problem out rather than putting it in public because when you do put it out in public 
are they really able to help? The idea is if they're going, him or anyone else is going through trauma, the idea is if you're putting something out there, it's to heal and ask for support and help. Mm -hmm. So what is the purpose of it, I think? is the question isn't yeah. it and that's what i think i meant by the, the way it's been done you know a lot of these these celebs that are um, sports people and, and so on that mm. have had these problems and they've talked about it openly but they've talked about how it's affected them and how they can try and get over it and how effectively other people can mm. look for ways to help themselves as well off the back of that yeah rather than pinpointing and blaming yes exactly yeah yeah and saying yeah, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about, the NLP for coaches. One of the programs is going to be the problem box. Yes. <laughs> so what is the problem box? And are you in that uh, it's so-and-so's fault, it's the government's fault, it's the monarchy's fault, it's uh, Tom's fault, you know, the victim yeah. mentality, yeah. yeah, the blame frame thing. Definitely. It's interesting. Um, okay, right. I've got a couple of tweets in, then we're going to go into a music break. And then when we come back, Mark's going to be sharing his story. So uh, Intune PR has tweeted in, thanks for mentioning uh, uh, Radhi as Sangani. It's a great novel, 30 Things I Love About Myself, is out in paperback. Yeah, he's just double-checking on that <laughs> on the Mindset Matters show. Uh, Channel Radio 2 now, got the hard co uh, cover, but Guilty Secret might buy the paperback to read in the bath. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Thank you, uh, Darren, for that. Um Sarah Marsh Collins has tweeted in, sorry to be missing the uh, Mindset Matters uh, radio show with Zenat Narani and Mark Morton from Journalize. We'll grab it on catch up. I'm in a car share situation at the moment, traveling to London. Have a great time, you two. And of course, her gifts are there, SpongeBob, and it's clapping away with conversation. She's always sending me in these crazy gifts, trying to distract me from my show. And it does work sometimes. Well, I have a safe journey down to London, and I hope you'll pop in for a cuppa as well, Miss Marsh Collins. Right, okay, so the next tune, another Queen one, A Kind of Magic, because that's another really good tune. So it's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic. One dream, one soul, one prize, one gold, one golden glance of what should be. It's a kind of magic. One shot.
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. It's a kind of magic. Maybe I should just leave the singing to Queen. What do you reckon, Mark? Not bad. Not, not bad. bad, not bad. Right, without further ado, Mark from Bromley. I know my home, where I live. Isn't that great? Spooky. It is spooky, <laughs> literally. Literally spooky. Anyway, Mark, enough talking from me. Introduce yourself and... A little bit about your backstory, your life, and what you do um, at the moment, and then how that's all led into, and yeah, take it away. Okay. Um, yeah, so hi, everyone. So Mark, and yeah, as, as Zena said, I, I live in Bromley. Um, actually born there a long time ago now. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a long time ago now. Um, although, yeah, I had a stint, actually, when I was a, when I was a kid, and we, we actually lived in the Persian Gulf. Um, nice. My parents were working out there, um, but back in Bromley and living there now. Um, was that Qatar, wasn't it? Oh, my. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I know, I was living yeah. in Dubai around then, okay. in the 70s. Yes, when there wasn't much there. <laughs> when there wasn't much there, <laughs> and I used to go over to Qatar quite a lot to play with the netball with schools there. Great place, um, mm. great as a kid, obviously, spending time on the beach and uh, and the like, um, so very different uh, in that sense. Um, but that sort of uh, has uh, led a bit to where I am now and, and why I'm starting my, my new business. Um, so, you know, obviously, because we were out there, um, as I got to a certain age, um, there wasn't English-speaking schools for the 11-plus level you know senior schools yeah um, so i ended up coming back to the uk for um, boarding school um down in somerset actually that's really interesting because in dubai we only went up to secondary and then you'd have to come back here mm -hmm. there was only two schools yeah or three actually, yeah i was at the junior know? school in in yeah. qatar and then yeah. yeah had to move back to, uh, for, for school in the senior schools um and and you know that that was a, a mixed time because it, it was great in the holidays being with my parents and being in the middle east and enjoying that um had a good group of friends with the expats and, and everything mm. um but school days were not so good um and you know i was uh and i i'm not brilliant at talking about it and that's <laughs> part of the problems and why, <laughs> why i uh, have, have suffered a bit following that but uh you know i was bullied a lot at school basically um 
I'm, I'm not sure exactly why, but for some reason I was, I think I was put up a year because I was, although my, my birthday's in October, so I, I should have been one of the eldest in the year, but I was actually the youngest by far with people in the year below who were older than me. So I was probably a bit less, well, physically and mentally, I guess, as mm. com compared to the other uh, or to my peers. Um, I had, I was had really bad eyesight as well so i had big thick nhs glasses which in those <laughs> days were very untrendy yeah. <laughs> plastic mm. things with glass bottles on, on the end so that mm. didn't help um so yeah sort of physically and mentally abused quite a bit not abuse is probably the wrong word but bullied is bullied. probably a better word mm -hmm. yeah um and i think you know that i didn't really feel it, think about it at the time and i, I dealt with it and i thought i'd was fine yeah, you just kind of get on with it as they yeah. say isn't it in those days that stigma back just get on with it yeah yeah you know, and you know mm. finished school started work good job and, and so on and, and got stuck into work quite quite a lot but um i think you know re retrospective as you get older and and you know i was having bad days um, mm. <laughs> or bad weeks or, or whatever yeah. um and realized that you know I, I probably had some issues that i needed to to try and address and yeah, went to, had some therapy and did a lot of self-care uh, tools that I researched over the, the internet and so on. And that, that led me to, to journals. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, how, um, before we talk about your journal, um, you, you got into uh, computers, didn't you? Mm. From a very young age. Yes. And uh, that formed your career for the next 25 years. That's right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was getting into computers in the 80s. Mm. So th th where they were still quite fledgling, really, yeah. uh, certainly as home computing, you know, mm. the days of the the ZX eighty one oh Spectrum, all that lot, um, was the, my sort of my uh, my childhood of, of computing, and that led me to a computing career, um, like probably a lot of people in the late eighties, early nineties, starting work mm. as it was booming, <laughs> and. You know, obviously with that job came its ups and downs and challenges. And then you kind of also moved on and shifted your career to a sales engineer. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Mm. I mean, I did. I was in a data processing market research type role for 20 odd years, I think it was. Um, and then shifted slightly to actually selling some of the software or, or not being a salesperson, but being the, the technical uh, assistant for the sales guy, basically. Mm. So demoing the product and helping the, the, the prospects understand what they could do with it and how they could better their business with it. Mm. And with all of that um, happening, because obviously you'd had your childhood, you've, you've kind of pushed things under the rug and you carry on with your life and your career. I mean, thinking about the ups and downs that you've had and the challenges, ha ha has that and how obviously it has impacted you, but how has that impacted you and what, you know, what did you realise, you know, from all that journey to where you are now? And how did you cope in those times? Mm. Um, I mean, the, the biggest impact has been probably the stress. Um, I get uh, fairly anxious about things and I don't always, I don't think I necessarily portray that, but certainly social situations I, I do struggle with especially big social situations, mm. which, uh, you know, bizarrely given the, 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 the role I do. Um, but I find that easier than going into a large room of, of people, you know, going to parties and those sorts of things I, I really struggle with and, and 
it's that uh, I enjoy it when I'm there, but it's getting there, the sort of that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and then, you know, my professional life, it's it's the stress that I've I've suffered from. Um, you know, the, the the some of the jobs I was doing were quite um, intense. It's a sort of service level job, so you're expected to deliver mm. within a certain time frame, and often those are those time frames are more than you can really achieve in a normal nine to five. Right. Okay. So and realistic sort of expectations. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that that had quite an impact on me. Um, you know, the sort of symptoms I I I'd be just perpetually tired, headachey, um, you know, not sleeping well. Mm. Um, I mean, thankfully, I didn't get to drugs or <laughs> drink or anything like that. Mm. Um, managed to not do that. Mm. Um, Would you say you kind of pulled your way yourself away into kind of more isolation? Yeah, than anything? I think so. Yeah, becoming more more sort of insular, and, and again that that stigma thing making me feel that I needed to keep it dealing with it and keeping it to myself and managing. Um, and sort of getting on with things, I suppose. Mm. Did you feel that you didn't have the support from your workplace? Were they aware of this? Did you feel comfortable enough to talk to them about what's going on? It's been mixed, actually. I mean, the, the, my last, I can't remember whether it's one or two managers ago, was, was amazing. Um, you know, really supportive, probably one of the best. We were talking about this the other day, manager, boss, leader. Uh, yeah, you know, he was he was definitely not a boss. <laughs> Whereas uh, a couple of previous ones or have been a lot more. There's no way you feel that you could talk to them about that because you'd always feel like you would probably be ridiculed just because of the the culture that's been in the business around mm-hmm. sort of mental health and and and, tho- and stress and those sorts of issues. Did you feel at any point that it was bringing back kind of the the bullying traumas in some way not that it's directly done I, uh, but yeah, it's I think more indirect it's you know i think in, in in business you often see bullying that is disguised in mm, some ways yeah it can be you know the mm. boss is in charge and he's going to make sure you know it and he's going to pull his weight push his weight around sort of thing mm. um, and i think that happens quite a lot and people deal with it um, whereas you could look back on it and go, actually, that that isn't right. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, you know, with some of the, the information you sent to me, yeah. you know, you, you wrote around sort of the stigma that you had and particularly around men. Mm. Uh, did you feel that this stopped you from discussing what was going on and seeking that help that you needed? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think... It's it's less so now. It's definitely getting better, but obviously still a long way to go. It's yeah. still a long way to go, um, but there's definitely you know, I mean, for everyone, there's a stigma. But I think with men, it's that whole thing of you've got to be strong and you know manly, and, and man you, know, you can't and admit to having it. emotions or, or any of that sort of stuff. Um, and I and I think everyone, you you'd probably be surprised at how many people are living a lie in that sense, mm. um, putting it bluntly. They've obviously everyone's got these issues going on in some form. Mm. Um, everyone's hiding something there. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, until you talk about it. Yeah. Hence, you know, the campaign that I'm launching with Darren, uh, Let's Talk Better, 
it's all about those conversations, not just around mental health and well-being, but the, the conversations with everybody, yeah. you know, and listening. Let's listen properly, um, which is the, one of the hardest things to do. Um, you know, one of the things I always remember that my younger brother says to me, you know, God gave us all tear ducts, even men, so we need to be using them. We need to keep them active. And if we want to cry, we can cry. That's what they're there for. Yeah, as well. That's true. <laughs> we can share our emotions. Um, okay, so moving on to um, the your journal. But what was that process? So when you realised that you needed help. So when was that? And then what was that journey like? Um, well, it's a few years ago now. Um, sort of, I suppose it's that. Was it finding the courage? I think it is is a term for it. You know, it's it's getting to that stage where you you can manage to go and see somebody about it. I think it was helped in, in by two things. One was at uh, my current the, the current job I was working at. They started one of the um, a mental health um, employee group. Mm. So you know we'd started talking about things in that group. Um, people were opening up about the issues they okay. were having and we were talking about different um, well, different mental health issues um, but, and then about different tools and so on that you could use and, and the like. So that, that obviously helped. Um, and then the other piece was um, with work we had, we had private healthcare mm. um, and they now do, the, you can self-refer. Yeah. So it just makes it so much more accessible. Um, you don't have to go through a process of seeing mm. your GP and probably a few times yeah. to convince them almost that you need some help. Yeah. You then have to go through the whole NHS chain and probably big waiting and, and so on. Mm. You literally can phone them up. You have a, a very basic assessment and then they refer you straight on to, to see somebody who they think will, will be able to help depending on what sort of issues you're, mm. you're experiencing. Um, so, you know, really simple, easy process, which... You know, when when you're you're experiencing issues, if especially if you've got things like anxiety, mm. you 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 need it to be easy because you're not going to want to go and yeah. s talk to loads of different people and spend you know open up to your GP and then to some other stranger and then to some other stranger. And yeah, so it's almost like you keep on repeating those processes and the same conversations again and again, and exactly. you just want some sort of support. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that you know that that was what got me to to start to do something about it um, and then off the back of that it was as, as well as speaking speaking to a professional it's then you know researching other options online um, self-care techniques and, and the like as well would you say that they provided um, a good guidance service and pinpoint you to the right resources that you needed or was that a struggle because we hear stories all the time that even with self-referral sometimes there isn't the resources that people need. Yeah, I think um, I mean the private healthcare company are really good. They they've they've got loads of resources online that you can sift through um, that help then guide That's you. That's private to healthcare. Mm. Yeah, but then uh, a lot of their stuff is in public domain on their websites. Right. Um, so you can access that. I mean, even NHS have specific mm, areas on their absolutely. sites as, as well about a lot of the stuff that that you can do for yourself. Mm. Um, and you know, I think the, the the guy I I spoke to, um, you know, he was really good at helping understand where that had come from. Um, 
and give me a few techniques to work on and, and also understand where I was in the current situation um, in my current role where there was a few issues going on as well mm. but helped me to understand what that was about and how I should perhaps approach that differently and, and try and make a change. And, that, and that's absolutely wonderful to hear because you said, you know, this person helped you pinpoint what the main issue was and the core of w the root core of where everything was happening. And it wasn't just um, giving you techniques to put a plaster over because often that can happen as well, but not really have dealt with the main issue because sometimes what we think is the issue actually isn't the issue. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, because obviously, you know, you, you're going to have your own perception on things. Mm. And that's why I think it is important to get some external help. You know, it's, yes, you can reflect and you can you can work things out yourself, and you will be able to do stuff. Mm. <laughs> you will, you know. Um, but I think having that external um, view of, of of you know what's going on or where non-judgmental and and especially being non-judgmental mm. that's that's the really important thing. Um, but it helps you see from a different angle. Mm. It's like when you approach anything in life, getting someone else's view on it, you can just completely change your mindset on it and shift, yeah. shift how you're thinking about it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, thinking about you know, exactly what you, you know, you're saying is like, I talked about some of the questions and reflection questions you can ask yourself. Yes, you can ask yourself all of that. But then when, some, when somebody asks you that same question, it can impact you differently because mm. of the tone of the voice the the pace of how the question's been said to you as well yeah absolutely. Uh, it can be different and it you know it depends on what kind of moment or mood that you're in as well yes that you're asking <laughs> so i def you know definitely seeking outside help has been one of my um biggest things that i stand by had i not <coughs> excuse me had i not reached out for help i don't know where i'd be right now and I just knew at the time that I didn't want to be living the way I was living and in having an impact on my own mental health and well-being and impacting others around me because of my mental health. And, yeah, when people say to you, you know, you're not the Zenet that we used to know and you've got more than five, six, seven people plus telling you this, there's something quite not right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and it's often the people around you that notice it before you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> depends. Depends how good you are at hiding it or how long you've been doing it, I guess. But <laughs> well, isn't it? Um, okay. You know what? We're gonna go into a quick music break, and when we come back, we're gonna be talking about this amazing journal that you've got coming out. And on that note, I just I've got two lovely pens. That says journalize. One's a fountain pen. I haven't had a fountain pen in ages. Really stunning. So watch out for the post. I'll be posting a picture on that. And a biro is so it's wonderful. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Right, let's listen to a quick tune and then we'll be back to learn more about his journal.
face back in the crowd and find somebody new. The phone used to ring, but I just wasn't ready. The smell of the smoke and the tunes too heavy. One memory would tear down a little, but tonight I don't feel a thing.
without further ado, welcome back, Mark. So why don't you talk to us about uh, how this led you to journaling or your journalize? Obviously, following what we were, we were saying before the music there, um, I was looking at various ways to self-care um, and journaling was one of those that lots of people talk about it um it's it's um sort of quite well known in the in the mental health self-care sector i guess mm-hmm. um something i i, I struggled with um you know how opening a, a, a sort of booklet a notepad or whatever is really difficult and what do i write you know what do i what do i put in here um you know, blank blank sheet of paper is is <laughs> is a bit scary. I think a blank piece of paper for lots of people, even young children, <laughs> when they say if they write a story write a or story. write something, they're like, <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, my seven year old son, if I tell him to go and write something, is is a is a nightmare. So you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they do say boys struggle more in writing. That's true. The stats out that's there. true. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, I, I I had struggled with it a bit. I'd, I'd given it a go, but then as I say, everyone was talking about it and 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 the the group i was in at at work this mental health group i mentioned earlier it had come up in in that as well as a few people were talking about how they'd done it and how it really helped them so Mm. i thought you know give it another go um and you know i was looking around on the internet looking for for ideas of of the sorts of things that you might want to put in um how you might want to you know how how that could help your mental health and, and therefore the sorts of things that you want to be writing about or thinking about, reflecting on, um, the sorts of things you want to be tracking and logging. Um, so that that led me then to to think about developing my, my journal. Can which I just ask you, sorry? Yeah, go um, on. Would you say journaling was one of the biggest or one of, yeah, one of the biggest tools that actually helped you on your journey of self-discovery, self-growth uh, to bettering yourself. Yeah, I think it, and I, I think what you said there is the key bit. It's one of the tools. Mm. And that that's a really important point, actually, because I think f- it doesn't work for everybody. Mm. And that's that's the same with any of the, the, the tools that you'll find out there and any of the different sort of forms of help. But the key, I think, is, is building a, a, I don't know if this is a common term, but certainly a term I've been using it, is building a toolbox. Yeah. You know, um, and and what are the tools that you can put in there that are going to help you personally? Mm. It's, it's everyone's journey is different. Absolutely. Um, but it's you need to go around and try these things out and see what works and, and what doesn't. You know, throw away what doesn't work. Mm. No point in wasting your time on it. But bring in those things that do. You know, whether it be journaling, whether it be uh, meditation, whether it be doing something like yoga or Pilates or whatever. You know, um, whether it be going to see a therapist, whatever it is. bring those things all together into your own toolbox i always talk about my toolbox but in my back pocket (laughs) (laughs) smaller tools smaller tools (laughs) quick and easy to pull out yeah yeah so yeah carry on sorry about that i just wanted to kind of understand you know in terms of because you've created your journalize was that one of your main tools Mm -hmm. in your toolbox yeah yeah and it you know it helped me that reflection reflection piece um but also that and it, I suppose, you know, it's a, it's a sort of typical business technique. It's your to-do list and stuff like mm. that. But it, it's putting more structure around that as well and being able to think about your day, being able to, um, again, reflect on your day. You know, what, what have you achieved or what do you want to try and achieve? 
Um, I think structure can be quite important as well. Mm. Um, but not beating yourself up about that structure. Yeah. It's like, here's the, sort of, here's the things I want to try and get achieved today. Mm. Um, here's a couple of the key things. End of the day, you know, where did I get to? Did I manage to achieve that or not? Or, okay, what can I take over for the, for the next day? Um, so there, there's that sort of side of it on a day-to-day basis. But I think more importantly, it's about, as you said earlier, that reflective piece. Mm. So trying to understand partly, you know, where where have I come from? You know, why am I in this situation or why am I feeling this way? Mm. Um, and then, well, what do I want to achieve? What do I want to do? And how am I going to change that? And and so having sort of prompts and, and ideas to work on is what sort of helped me to work through that. Mm. So it's it's rather than here's a blank sheet of paper. It's, well, let, let's think about this specific thing today. Um, try and work out the... You know what? What are what are the five things, or as yeah. you said earlier, that you know, or or what was it that um, you know? How were your school days, or what? What? Wh- who was your good, bad boss, manager, leader? Yeah, <laughs> um, gives or, you a sense of focus, doesn't it? Exactly. Well. Yeah. So something to think about and reflect on, and, and hopefully help you understand mm. yourself more. Did you find that as well whilst you were researching and creating? these journals that by reflecting on the past you're actually because we often forget that there's some great learning from our past and it's not always about going and dwelling about the past but it's looking and pulling out the positives of what have I learned in order to grow now in this moment yeah yeah that's it and and you know it's as you say there's no point in dwelling it's and that's again a, a lesson to learn for your own mental health self care. It's it's the reason that a lot of people obviously. You now I'm not professional in, in this this field, but when you're talking about things like depression and, and so on, it's often because you're getting stuck in issues that have occurred to you in the past. So you, it's how can you move on from those is, is mm. what a professional will therefore try and help you with. Um, but that is an important point. It's it's yeah we need to look back. We need to understand where we've come from and, and why we're here so that we can move on mm. um you know h- how can we or, or what can we learn from that what can we take from that and what can we then use to go forward and and um and improve or, or, mm. or change i mean what i love about uh the journals that you have here in the room today that's what we'll talk about when they're being launched and everything as well is that they they really do give those little inspirational points. And what you said is, you know, you're not an expert professional in this, but what you do have is your life experience. And then you've gone and put that in to this journal that you have created and done research around it, seeking um, advice from other professionals to make it even greater. And I think that's, that's even, I think a lot of people would resonate with that even more because you're coming from that experience as well. Yeah, and I think, obviously, you know, as I said, not not a professional, but it's it's having those ideas and prompts that can get you started on this journey. Um, you know, you, it may then you may then need to go and see somebody and talk about it mm. further, but it will help you to to get to that next stage. Yeah, make little make makes a little bit of sense of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and, and you know you you now at least have some idea of what your next steps will be and how you want to move on from that okay and so talk to us about this journal um or the journals that you have coming out are they or can they be used at any level? So somebody who's just starting out or somebody who's in the middle of their journey or at the end, where does this fit in? I think it, it fits mostly at the, the beginning and probably the middle as well. You know, it's, it, everyone can, can use these prompts and ideas. Um, but then for those that are more, say, advanced <laughs> in, in their journey, um, you know, I've got a, a version that then doesn't have the prompts. It gives you the space to journal, but it still gives you the, the daily check-in idea. So, you know, I've got a page where you would be putting in your gratitude moments, where you would be putting in your goals for the day, um, you know, your, your feelings for the day, how, how are you doing today, and then that chance to reflect ready for the next day. Um, and the, sort of the planners and mm. trackers and so on. So those are, those are across the journals that, I, that I'm producing. Um, but the, I think that the, the main one, the guided journal, is mm -hmm. probably pitched more the, certainly the beginners mm. and probably those those people that are a bit further along the journey but just want something to keep them moving along and giving them some ideas to think about yeah um having seen your journal and gone through it there's some wonderful prompt questions in there and like you said i love the fact that it's not just right 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 uh, you know you've got trackers in there you've got tick boxes to track your habits um it's very varied so it keeps you engaged almost. And also you've got some great quotes in there as well from people. Yeah, and I think that's that motivational piece again, isn't it? And so, you know, try to put in quotes. And I, I think you you saw that when we were looking at it, that, that, that try to relate to whatever that, that day theme is as well. Mm. Um, so it's it's something to, to A, motivate you, but to resonate along with what you're, you're going to be thinking about as well. Yeah. So your journals, when are they so being launched? Tell I, us about that. I will be launching on a Kickstarter, this crowdfunding com campaign, if, you, if you're not aware of that. Um, and that's going to be launching on Tuesday next week. Wow, just around the corner. Yeah, coming up fast now. <laughs> and where's how is that going to be launched? Through social media? and? Yes, yeah. So I, I have a, a website, um, so journalise.co.uk. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm also on Facebook. Uh, I think it's Journalise UK. Mm -hmm all one word um and yeah the it will be announced on there the the kickstarter url is a bit tricky so it's that's the best place to look for it okay and it, can the journalize be also found on uh, linkedin yes i'm on linkedin as well linkedin okay so you're going to start off with the kickstart book first that's right yeah so that that will run for about a month um okay. that's a that's the orange one you've got there oh all actually the all, all of my journals will oh, be available through the kickstarter oh fantastic yeah, so that'll be the the sort of full launch Okay. And then obviously following the Kickstarter, we'll be launching the actual website Brilliant. shop as well. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you might get a, a biro and a fountain pen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got mine. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I mean, is there anything else that you, you want to our listeners to know about your journal? Um, I think it's, it's just that, you know, if you're looking for ways to try and understand or... or change your, your work your, through your potential for the year um try and understand where, you, where you've been or where you want to go then it, it, it's going to be a good way to help you get started on that journey mm. uh, finally um once these have been launched where can people buy them they'll be i'll, I'll have an e-commerce shop on my website okay yeah 
Will they also be available uh, in bookstores, in Amazon, or is that something for the future? That's for the future, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll be looking at other channels in the future. But for now, it'll be available on your website. Can you just remind us of your website? Journalise.co.uk. Fantastic. Highly recommend those journals, and they've got this gorgeous feel to them. It's really good quality um, um, journal book. Uh, what do they call that fabric? It's, it's like a, it's it's like a, faux, a leathery faux leather. Yeah. Faux leather. That's it. And I think that's important as well. It's it's all part of the tactile experience, isn't it? Yeah. it it's part. It's then it, it sort of makes you feel comfortable, I guess, as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I absolutely love the tactile feeling of it. It makes you want to pick it up and just kind of take a deep breath with it before you open up and re- uh, start working on your day or whatever that section might be. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And um, I wish you all the best on the launch next week. Thank you. Um, I'm definitely going to be keeping my eyes posted and any other information shared here on Mindset Matters as well. But before um, we end, Paula Radcliffe, you have always admired. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. um, I mean, I, I did the London Marathon a few times, actually. Um, mm-hmm. when I was a bit younger and my knees weren't shot <laughs> um, so you know obviously from that aspect she was a, an, an inspiration there um, I think you know she she is an interesting character because she's had her struggles um, you know she had some problems w- in her career um, ups and downs in, in her, her running career and w- typical British we are not very good at supporting our athletes when they're not as good as not a hundred percent but she was the leader in that field at, at, you know at, at the right time um so i think from a running point of view she was important but also just that mentality of keeping on going keeping on trying um was, was also yeah faith in adversity yeah his faith. fantastic right i've given you time to think have you got a quote that you go by or maybe a book um <laughs> I mean, uh, I thought the the quote I've got in the journal actually there was a, a good bit in there, and I think that given what we've you know been talking about today was quite relevant. And it, it says, embrace the concept that rest, recovery, and reflection are essential parts of the progress towards a successful and happy life. And I think that's mm. just a really good sort of sets the mood of where we are today. Of all of it, fantastic, <laughs> love it. Is that by somebody, or is that your it's, words? No, it's a quote I found on, on the internet, but it, it, it's not it's attributed unknown. to everybody, anybody. Yeah. Okay, well, beautiful. Really, really lovely, love it. Um, right, I always read my angel cards out, or the crystal angel cards, but I'm not going to do it today. Mark's going to do it instead, so we're going to have a different voice. <laughs> so what have we pulled out today? Okay, so we're probably going to mispronounce this now, but we've pull, pulled out Sodalite. Um, and it's about socialising or joining in. Um, so this card comes up whenever you crave connecting with like-minded people. It's a sign for you to get out of the house, away from the computer, and meet people with common interests. You're highly encouraged to join clubs, attend networking meetings, or get involved with spiritual or religious groups. Again, it's not enough to chat online. You need face-to-face interaction with people who can hold your hand, hug you, and offer you support and friendship. Uh, This is also a sign of career advancement through networking and business connections. Similarly, it might be time to reach out to a mentor or take a class related to your life purpose passions. 
It's all about receiving the teachings that other people can bring you as well as developing friendships. Wow. I that's think beautiful. that works with something you were talking about earlier as well. Yeah, and I think it's a great one to pull, uh, that's been pulled out today for being the new year. First show for the new year and everything and the way we're all kind of probably setting goals and uh, dreams and aspirations and all of those kind of things to think about, okay, what, where, what am I going to change this year in terms of socialising? I think now we're out of COVID and the... The chance to meet people again it's a, it's a good message there brilliant thank well thank you very much for reading that love it right uh got a couple more minutes and i just wanted to mention the greener and cleaner hub that is in the glades in bromley glade shopping center in bromley have you been up there i haven't but i've seen it there yes <laughs> yes do check it out so uh yesterday darren and myself part of the bromley buzz podcast we went along and interviewed Parisia Wright, who is the founder of the Greener and Cleaner Hub. It's all about um, sustainability and the environment. I mean, there's such a lovely story. You, um, our podcast will be out either today or tomorrow. I need to check with Darren, but it will be out this week to go over at the Bromley Buzz podcast, uh, bromleybuzz.co.uk and check out that podcast because it's such a lovely interview and insight to why Parisia does what she does and how we can start helping our environment. But not only that, what she's created has been wonderful for people's mental health and well-being because it brings people together. It's about the community working together. And I'm just going to read a little bit of a spiel from the website. So it is a community space upstairs in the Glades run by local people wanting to support the community with greener and more sustainable living. From dropping conversations and questions answered to workshops, talks, lending schemes and more. It's about helping ordinary people work towards creating a greener and more sustainable local community. We're a group of proactive and friendly locals sharing information and resources to reduce our environmental impact at home, at work and in the wider community. This is a judgment-free zone. We are all in this together at different stages of trying to be more green. So please use the information on the site and in our Facebook group to help you make some real changes. Okay, they have monthly meetups. Uh, they do community projects. There's so much going on. And they go by Be Your Own Superhero. The other thing is that because it's a community thing, it does work on people's well-being. So it brings them together. They'll be doing some knitting, mending. It helps people with loneliness, socialising. Um, but not only that, it's going to reduce the stress of financial issues because you'll be creating more sustainable stuff that you can recycle and make and live by. So to find more information about that, please go over to their website, uh, which is www.greenerandcleaner.co.uk. Um, yep. So check out the Bromley Buzz interview with Parisia Wright, and it will be out uh, today, tomorrow. Fantastic. And also some great news. Uh, February, watch out, watch the space. Uh, the Let's Talk Better campaign will be launched in Bromley. So I will be revealing more as to what's happening there. 
Well, first of all, before I say adios, hasta la próxima, I want to say thank you very much, Mark, for coming in today, talking about your story, sharing those insights of your challenges and successes, and importantly, what you know, what that's led you to do and create this amazing journal called Journalize. Thank you, Tina. Thanks for having me. Yep, and so do keep a lookout for those journals. They are great. Thank you for tweeting in and uh, keep those messages coming in. If you've got a story to share or and would like to be a guest, whether you're an expert or just willing to open up your heart, then please do get in touch with me. Email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. And I'll pop over a Google form so that you can express your interest. Finally, I'd like to thank Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters talk show and the difference that they are making in sharing and bringing about the importance of mental health and well-being. And if you would like to find out more information about sponsorship and how that can benefit you as well as the Mindset Matters, then again, email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Continue to tweet in and keep those messages of love coming in. Anything that you're doing that is changing lives, whether for yourself or for someone else, I would love to hear those stories. Now, I'm going to leave you with my mission, which is to empower you to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe, keep well. And tune in next week for the Mindset Matters talk show. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? The Mindset Matters show. I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming, but... There's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying, gotta keep